I am Jim Hahn, and I'm currently Vice President of the Volunteer Board at Norbridge. Uh, about a year ago, uh, the headlines in the newspaper said the senior centres are in trouble. The city had just released its report, and there actually is a place for senior centres uh, in the future. So um, I thought this might be an interesting topic, and I'm glad to see uh, a good turnout. I see some regular faces. I see some new faces. So that's good. Now, um, <clears throat> there's a, a little basket on your table, and you know the process. You put in $10.00. Put in a 10, take out a 20. No, put in a 20, take out a 10. So uh, they'll collect the money a little bit later. <clears throat> now, um, SACPA, of course, is a volunteer nonprofit organization and relies on contribution of members and session attendees to continue the work. So if you have any ideas about a future topic, things like that, talk to Knut. Um, the format of the meeting is we will start with the lunch, uh, or pardon me, the presentation. Then we'll do the lunch and then the question answers, and hopefully we're out of here by 115, 130, something like that. Okay, uh, now, I, um, I just want to acknowledge the University of Lethbridge for its support and, of course, the Country Kitchen for preparing uh, the excellent food that we, we see here. Uh, the topic today is what's the future of, Lethbridge, of our senior centers, and um, I actually, um, R Rob Mishiro, uh, can you stand up please, Rob? Rob is executive uh, uh, over at LSEO, and uh, I think we did a toss-up and Randy won the toss. So Randy's going to do the presentation on behalf of our centers, and then the questions you can direct to both of them. And if there's some policy issues, uh, we'll have a president or two along, I'm sure. And uh, we also have some past presidents as well. So hopefully we'll get all your questions answered today. I want to thank the media, actually, for their support and their turnout. That's good. Because this is an important topic and important information to get out into the public. Now, without anything further, I'd like to introduce Randy. <clears throat> Randy Smith accepted the task of the executive director at, the senior, at our Norbridge Center in 1998. In 2000, 2001, they consummated the deal for the old Chinook Mall. And um, <clears throat> that now has been redeveloped, uh, which is now a very modern, up-to-date activity center for our seniors and senior programs. Under Randy's guidance and elected board, the center has grown from 300 members to uh, 1,300. Uh, we'll see today with some new faces and our new uh, um, activities that we've uh, offered Although Randy is presenting on both centers, uh, I introduced Rob Mishir, who is also here. <clears throat> and um, later they will be uh, available for questions. So without anything further, please welcome Randy Smith. Uh, thank you, Jim. I enjoy being here. I uh, appreciate having the invitation to address you today. And uh, I want to express thanks to uh, Jim. He's full of energy. And uh, we're glad to have him as a member of on the executive at Norbridge Senior Center. And uh, sometimes I think he keeps us on our toes a little bit. And it's taken me a bit to prepare for this presentation. And, and I uh, hope it it will answer some of your questions. also like to take the opportunity to thank Knut Peterson, uh, who came by and gave me some information on the presentation. Um, I'll go right into it. 
Uh, Rob Mayor Shiro uh, has uh, had input into this presentation today, and I want to thank him for that. I've also uh, had some assistance from Noreen Easthope, who works for Alberta Seniors Benefits Program or the Government of Alberta Department of Seniors here in Lethbridge. I uh, have borrowed some information from the Kirby Centre in Calgary. Kirby Centre is and LSCO are the two largest senior centres in the province. And Kirby has a, a, a department called uh, Kirby Centre uh, um, Center of Excellence. And uh, Dorothy Dooley there is, is a key contact. We're trying to have her come down to, to Lethbridge probably in March and speak to our, our boards and eventually there might be some presentation that we would open up to the larger body of our community. Um, the City of Lethbridge uh, Census is also part of what I'm going to present some information on today. Uh, basically what I want to do with you today is talk about where we're at, what's happening today, provide you with some basic demographic information, uh, give you a little bit of a historical understanding of where we're at, and then talk about the future of senior centers, uh, issues and challenges that we might face and opportunities to address those, those challenges, new programs and services that I believe need to be offered if the senior centers are to be here 20 years from now, and uh, uh, some new approaches to funding. Uh, funding is always an issue with any nonprofit organization, as you can well imagine. Um, in terms of where we're at today, there are two nonprofit uh, societies in, in Lethbridge. We're both governed by elected executives and boards. Our missions are basically to provide educational, social, uh, and wellness and health support services to seniors and, and programs that benefit seniors. And we define seniors as anyone 55 plus. Uh, we do that in some different program areas. Some of them are uh, recreation and socialization programs, education and life skills type programming, uh, outreach. Outreach is where we would either take a program out to an individual in the community or we would bring people that are more homebound into our centers and provide services to them. We offer travel programs. Uh, some of you might be familiar with... Uh, the volunteer opportunities, most of us, uh, both senior center use lots of volunteers. Uh, and some of you would be familiar with our transportation program, like the GoFriendly shuttle service that is available to pick up seniors at their home and transport them into the two senior centers in Lethbridge. This is a good program. It stops people from being homebound. And in the wintertime, if, if you're older and you go on out and you break a hip, uh, walking two blocks to get to the bus stop, uh, often the the prognosis, people don't uh, often survive that. And so this program enables people to, to get out even during the foul weather that we have. It's, it's really important to us. Uh, where we're at today, our facilities. Norbridge Senior Center uh, uh, operates out of a 28,000-square-foot complex, which we purchased in 2001. And uh, we occupy about 82% of the complex, 83% of the complex, and the balance we uh, rent out for tenant income. We have some commercial businesses 
there. We also own the building in front of the Norbridge Complex, that uh, KFC building on 13th Avenue North. So we, we have some commercial revenue streams. Uh, in terms of our capital investment, since the purchase in 2001, and including that purchase, we have invested $3.7 million into our facility. And uh, you might wonder where that money came from, and there was a lot of work to get to it. But uh, basically, about 42.3% came from uh, Norbridge and its members, fundraising and all the different types of things that we do to generate uh, revenue. So we've invested in excess of $1.5 million into that facility. Uh, we did ha we continue, have had and continue to have support from the government of Alberta on our capital expansion. And so, uh, uh, for example, this year we've put in a fitness facility there and we've had uh, government of Alberta assistance towards that. So government help towards the total project has been around $1.5 million. That's provincial government. When we initially bought uh, that, that facility, we also had help from the city of Lethbridge. I see Stan Martins came in today. If, if Stan hadn't have been present to kind of guide us through the ropes, we would have really had a difficult time. The city was was very good to us, helped us with uh, an, our initial capital investment, uh, give us some money to lever money from government with. And so uh, at this stage, and then since then, we've had some government assistance on some upgrading that we've done, so some local government assistance. The city has a program called uh, Community, uh, I think it's called uh, Community Capital Projects Grant. Anyway, nonprofit organizations can apply to that grant, and we've had support there. And uh, from our federal government, a little bit of support, not very much. That uh, that uh, less than 1% is uh, a $10,000 grant that we received here a few years ago to help purchase some, uh, some tables and chairs for us. Uh, we offer a full-service dining room and kitchen in our, in our facility. Uh, we serve meals from 8 in the morning until 1 o'clock, and we have about a 140-seat dining room. And our membership, uh, this is a little bit of history on our membership. Back in 2001, Norbridge had 489 members. You can see that at the bottom here. Uh, get this right. And, and our membership fees were $10, pretty minimal, per year. And, uh, and from through 06, 2004 to 06, we were the fourth largest senior center in the province. And our fees were about $15, again, pretty minimal. At this time, that was a basic range of fees that was happening elsewhere in Alberta, too. Uh, we worked with LSCO. Neither of us felt that we had sufficient dollars in revenue from membership fees, and membership fees really only amount to about 4% of our revenue and, so, and continue to be about that. But we increased fees in uh, 2008, and uh, uh, you notice a little slippage here in terms of number of members. As we went up in fees, we started losing members, people that were giving you $10 a year, $15 a year, viewed that more as a donation. As they start giving you more dollars in a year for your membership fees, they want services that they really do utilize. And this past year, last year, we went up to uh, 
$45, and, and we stepped it. Probably in the earlier, pre-2000, the senior center should have been addressing the issue of membership fees. And so we had some significant jumps, and we appreciate all of, all of you there that have supported that. And uh, right now, Norbridge has 1,300 members, and our fees are... Uh, uh, we're about the sixth largest senior center in the province. Other large ones would be two in Edmonton, uh, one to two in Calgary. The senior center in Medicine Hat's uh, a fairly large organization, too. Uh, LSCO, in terms of LSCO, they have a 58,000-square-foot facility. It's uh, owned by the city of Lethbridge, and they have an annual operating lease and, and the city's very kind to LSCO. They, they, uh, the, the lease that they pay there is fairly minimal. Uh, I kind of know the numbers because uh, we know what our operating costs are. And in terms of what this, the uh, LSCO pays for the number of square footage they have, the, the cost per square foot, uh, they're getting a good deal. There are better deals out there. The government of Alberta is leasing the Kirby Center to the people in Calgary at a dollar a year. So, but anyway, uh, full service. They have full service dining room and kitchen, uh, and uh, a large eating facility that many of you would be familiar with. Their membership is uh, large, ranked num. Uh, Without question, they were the largest in Alberta when their fees were uh, at the $15 range. And as, as uh, they now basically tie with the Kirby Center in terms of, of membership. And, uh, and at the present time, they're probably uh, first ranked first or second in the province of Alberta in terms of size. So uh, again, I point out as, as fees go up, and, and we're all addressing fees, that, that does have an impact on the number of members we have. Um, I put this slide up more for historical than, than anything. I'd, I certainly want to not put it up to embarrass anyone, uh, particularly the city of Lethbridge. Uh, Back in 2007, this is how we ranked. Uh, you can see Norwich there at number four, and you can see the number of members we had in that year and the funding that we were receiving. What's rather interesting is that some of the senior centers have had, uh, some of them are, are, have had some municipal support. In the case of LSCO, it's, uh, not only does it get FCSS money through the city, but it has the rent that they pay is is uh, subsidized, and so there's some municipal support there. In the case of Kirby Center in Calgary's Alberta Seniors has actually been providing cash money to Kirby Center in Calgary. There's a grant program that they've that hasn't been available to anyone except Kirby and the Sage Center, uh, Seniors Association of Greater Edmonton has had Government of Alberta support. And uh, uh, LSCO and Norbridge have said, why? Why is that available to, 
to, to those organizations and not to us? And uh, there really wasn't a very good answer. So, uh, but, but there's a receptive, at, appears to be a receptive attitude to address those challenges. Uh, you can see the per capita funding that was happening. Uh, uh, it's, it's quite different across the entire province. Uh, and in Lethbridge, your two senior centers are working really hard to exist, and uh, per capita funding isn't really high. Uh, these numbers have changed a little bit. In the current year, LSEO's per capita number is about $156 per member served, and at Norbridge, it's around $143.54 per member served. Again, I don't want to... Uh, 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 to critique the city because in some other ways the city's been really helpful to us. For example, the GoFriendly shuttle service. Uh, we have provided the capital equipment. Both organizations uh, purchased vehicles or, or provided vehicles but uh, don't have lots of capital, or, but the city is operating that service for us. Let's move now on... Uh, went back to the city census, basic demographic information. Uh, we have, of people 55 plus, we have 20,808 uh, senior citizens in the city of Lethbridge. But many of those are probably in the age range that they can't take advantage of, of the senior center. So our target market's around 19,000 people. And uh, or 22% of our population is seniors, uh, is 55 plus. If we look at 65 plus, that number's more 11.7% uh, 11 uh, The government is suggesting this is what's going to happen when the baby boom generation comes through. This is a government of Alberta slide. So you can almost see a doubling of seniors' population in Lethbridge. Uh, uh, Lethbridge versus Alberta comparison here. Um, 65 plus in Lethbridge, we have 13.95% in 2009, and the province is at 11.80%. Uh, so we're uh, basically two and a half percentage points uh, ahead of the province already. Uh, two years ahead. Uh, how are our seniors centers doing in terms of capturing that market? Well, the 3,000 people, so if there's 19,000 people out there, LS Norbridge is serving 1,300, we're basically capturing 6.88% of the, of the market, and LSCO 15.87% of the market. That really means in the people... Uh, age 55 plus, only one in four citizens are taking advantage of the services of either center. If we change the numbers down to the people 65 plus, it's more like one in three. So there's still a lot of our community that don't take advantage of either center. What are the issues? Uh, one of the real issues is is the baby boom generation that's coming up. Uh, these are people that are born from 1946 to 64, and they represent 32% of our Canadian population. Uh, Kirby Center did a study in Calgary about baby boomers and their characteristics, and some of their challenges 
is uh, what they're finding is baby boomers are living longer, they're computer savvy, they uh, work longer hours, and, and they they metamorphose into retirement, meaning they they're not going to retire immediately. They're going to kind of carry on working. And they carry their careers after they leave work. And they become consultants and, and provide services to, the or, many times, to the organizations they uh, have served. Uh, barriers to volunteering in terms of baby boomers. Kirby Center study, which was done a year, about a year ago with federal government help, said that they're going to remain at work longer. They, uh, uh, they're not going to volunteer as much because of time. Uh, they'd rather give money than, 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 than time. And they seem to be unable to make long-term commitments like today's volunteers have. Uh, boomers to desire to know how uh, they positively impact the nonprofit's capacity more significantly as a cohort or as a group of people than today's volunteers. They are redefining retirement and will demand changes. You've seen how they've impacted society in the last few years. Uh, will they join the centers? Uh, in uh, 2008, Norbridge counted on volunteers we counted on 308 volunteers that provided over 24,000 hours of service. Uh, are they going to be interested in our current programming? Some of our current programs they may continue to, to, to utilize, but I, I'm quite certain that many of our current programs that my generation won't take advantage of or won't find interest in. So this gives you an idea of what the senior center have to do. They have to look at their current program and decide what, what they keep committing to. At the same time, we have to keep providing that service to the people that are retiring. Uh, we might need to look at uh, expanded new programs like fitness facilities. Uh, card games might change. Uh, the types of dancing and, and, and that type of recreation will certainly change. They're not going to they dance to rock and roll music, and they'll be looking for different types of things. Norbridge opened a new fitness center in 2009 in the, in the fall, and this gives you an idea of its appearance. In this facility, we have now about 125 members, 130 members of in, in just a few months. And to access this facility, people have to, have to pay an additional fee beyond membership. Challenges and issues. Uh, what programs will attract them? Will baby boomers need physical Will they continue to use current physical facilities? And what changes are required? Uh, the word senior center isn't very attractive to, to uh, in the Kirby uh, study, isn't attractive to, uh, to that age group. So we'll probably all be changing our name in the next few years. Here's some other challenging costs. I've sho I'm showing you here what our uh, operating costs have been 2001 through 9. Basically, we've had an operating cost increase of 5.9% a year. And in terms of operating revenues, we've been generating uh, generally about somewhere in the range of 0 to 3% a year 
from government. So the spread between the three and a half, three or three and a half percent, and the six percent operating costs has, has hurt us. We have been able to step up our operating budget by uh, uh, by some specific applications, but 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 it's it's an issue. As programs uh, are added, operating costs will increase. Um, that this is what will happen in terms of baby boomers. Right now, uh, baby boomers in Lethbridge are 18,000 uh, potential clients to be served by senior centers are 18, the 19,000. But by 2015, we'll be at 25,000 people that will be above 55. And by uh, 2020, the number almost doubles for us here in Lethbridge. So in terms of the two senior centers, you could see if we keep capturing the same type of market, you can see our membership volume would go up significantly. And at the present time, I think this is critical here, Alberta Seniors currently has no funding programs for senior centers. They'll fund uh, individuals and they fund uh, housing, but there are no programs that fund the centers, the operating costs at centers. A new funding approach. Uh, we really do need to work towards uh, some new funding that helps people age in place and live at home. It's cheaper to have seniors living at home than in publicly oper or than in facilities that tax dollars operate or in hospital. Uh, uh, we've been forming a provincial organization to work upon this. Uh, and uh, we call it core funding, what we're really seeking. Funding that would fund our basic operating costs. Um, I have here a resolution that was uh, passed by, there's an organization of Edmonton Senior Centers. They passed a resolution which was then taken to the, or the PC policy conference last fall. And basically you'll see the, the bottom, the whereases, and the bottom line reads that the government of Alberta be encouraged to provide ongoing operational funding to community-based uh, uh, services for seniors. And that hasn't really been happening. So not only is it important for us here in Lethbridge, and have we been working towards promoting this, but this movement is happening across the province. Uh, I really do appreciate the opportunity of having been invited here today and would be glad to uh, answer additional questions that people might have or whatever your protocol is. But uh, the, in a nutshell, the baby boom generation, our, our funding streams have not been what they need to be. The baby boom generation is going to increase our overheads and uh, and we do need some core operational funding. And should that not occur, and I really hope this isn't the case, the senior centers could become like the, the other great organizations that we have had in Lethbridge, uh, like the Miners Library and like the, the Legion that go by the board because they, for whatever reason, kind of didn't keep up with the times. And so our real challenge is, as managers of senior center, Robin and mine, is to, and our boards, is to make sure that we do keep up with the times. So with that in mind, uh, thank you very much for letting me present today, and we look forward to having your support as we advance the core funding issue. Thank you.